Hey guys, um, welcome back to the podcast. Um, we are, as you know, we are covering the uh, India versus England series, uh, and it is day two today, and uh, it's been amazing uh, the kind of batting that England did today. Uh, I didn't actually expect it from England, to be honest, uh, to come to the subcontinent to India to score over five hundred runs. Is, um, it's not an easy thing let me let me say like that uh, and uh the player to look out for was of course uh joe root uh he was absolutely amazing and uh, the amount of records that he broke in the innings is just scintillating and uh, big up uh to joe root for that and finally india got some wickets today all right they got 3 yesterday today they got 5 uh, ishan sharma with a couple of excellent deliveries and uh, he was he almost got a hat trick as well um so yeah it, it was it was a mixed day for me but i think uh, england won the day today as well um they owned two uh, sessions and like just like yesterday india owned only one session the final session uh, in which the ball started to you know rough up and uh, the dust started to lay off a bit and the ball started turning the ball started reversing with the old ball ishan sharma was able to grab those two quick wickets um ashwin managed to get a wicket of uh, oli pope today um of course big up oli uh he was batting so well but uh thought that the ball might turn uh instead it was a straight ball it was an arm ball from ashwin that tricked him and uh, he got out so we are going to do like yesterday we are going to just go session by session here and uh, please bear with me and join on this wonderful journey let's go day 2 of india versus england so uh, obviously um the day started uh, we are going to go by session by session like i mentioned before and uh, uh the day started with um joe root and uh, the freshman uh, ben stokes uh coming into bat uh i think in the first session england scored about a 92 uh for nil uh, in some 29 to 30 overs i guess uh, it was it was an amazing session uh of course ben stokes owned it completely uh he was he was batting expertly and uh, he took on the spinners he batted like uh himself and uh, you know the runs came in quickly and joe root on the other hand uh, played a bit slow uh, you know got to his 150 uh, in the meantime just before lunch um it was it was actually a very very good innings uh, on behalf of uh, ben stokes uh, because it boosted uh england's um batting score and uh it allowed uh, the likes of ollie pope josh butler and uh, uh, dom bess to play their innings to play calmly uh, till the end and uh, yeah like i said like i mentioned it was very very important for joe root as well because uh if if a quick wicket had fallen uh during this first session that happened uh today in day on day 2 uh then it would have meant that joe root had to take up a little bit more of a responsibility but since ben stokes was there 
he was able to provide some stability and uh, he allowed Joe Root to bat his natural game uh, by uh, scoring runs quickly. Uh, and uh, on doing that, he allowed the runs to flow easily, so which, may, which meant that Joe Root can take his time to score his runs. Also, Stokes had his set of opportunities. Um, you know, from the fourth ball, uh, Jasprit Bumrah bowled a seething yorker to him. I I had no idea. I almost jumped off my free, uh, uh, off my sofa. I thought that should have been a wicket. That really should have been a wicket. Missed the stumps by an inch. Inside edge, pitched above the stumps, went to Rishabh Pant. So, yeah, um, yeah. So the first session was a total blast. The session was owned by England completely. Um, no matter, no amount of you know. Um, going back rethinking how it could have gone better or do any good so the first session completely belonged to uh, england all right uh guys now the second session uh this session was a bit interesting for me because our spinners were getting taken apart uh like peas in a pod you know, Washington Sundar wasn't given an opportunity, uh, much of an opportunity at least. Ravi Chandran Ashwin couldn't get the wicket. Nadim, he he was bowling well, uh, but he was getting beaten around the park. And he has the, uh, you know, highest amount of, uh, he gave away the highest amount of runs in our uh, bowling list, bowling lineup. So, uh, yeah, so Sabaz Nadim was being hit right, uh, center, and left. Um, it was, it was, uh, what do I say? It was a brilliant performance uh, from Joe Root and uh, Ben Stokes. So when we came in after lunch, we thought just one wicket, one wicket. That's all we ask. Either we get Root or we get Stokes. That way, we could, you know, shuffle a bit. We could uh, disorganize their batting. We could do something. We could, we could, you know, turn things around if we get one wicket. And that's when it fell. After a meaningful and a blissful uh, 82 of 118 balls, Ben Stokes' slog sweeped one in the air for a Pujara juggle catch. So, initially, when Pujara caught it, I, I, I was hoping that he would catch it because we had our uh, drop, you know, share of drop catches today, which we will be going on to later. Um, so, yeah, Pujara, when he juggled that ball, I thought, dude, Puju, do not drop this catch. We will never get him again if you do so. And that was true. But Pujara held on. He held on like it was the second coming of Jesus. He held on to the ball. Like it was the only thing that mattered in the world. And that proved to be a turning point somewhat. Because in walked Ollie Pope. By the time Ollie Pope walked in, the ball had started to spin a bit. It had started to spin a bit. So Kohli went and gave the ball to Ashwin. Ashwin kept bowling at a particular line and length. 
it did not work out initially for hit him for singles and doubles and all those stuff that was also a loose ball which uh, rishabh pant made a very good uh, uh you know a fun incident about it it was a full toss caught the edge rishabh pant absolutely knew nothing about where it went he just went sideways only rohit sharma saw where the ball went he ran back towards the third bend region rishabh pant started moving sideways and ollie pope got confused just to where the ball is whether he should run or not but then he made a quick double out of it so it was a very good couple of runs in the end but let's not oversee uh, the fact of the giant in the room let's address the giant in the room so as they say joe root the england skipper has been absolutely magnificent coming from an indian fan it is it pains me to say that that was one of the best innings i have ever watched in my life what a player actually i think he is the best player on in the planet right now he's the number one batsman in the planet right now a close second would be kane williamson because of his heroics in the new zealand series but i think steven smith has overtaken kohli to the third and virat kohli has come down to the fourth so tomorrow kohli would have to prove a point he has to bat well who knows with his daughter coming in he may bat well and that is what we need that is what india needs tomorrow it needs kohli to step up but let's talk about kohli a little bit later let's talk about chorut now and his achievements and the records he broke today chorut becomes uh, the highest scorer i mean a higher score this 218 is the highest score scored by a player playing in his 100th test match previously this um record was held by insama mulhak uh, who scored 184 against india in bangalore in 2005 i'm not wrong so yeah we all know how good a player insama was jorut cover his highest score and went on to hit a double hundred he went on to hit a great double hundred and you know he is the first player to score three consecutive 150 plus runs that is also an amazing feat and another record that he broke today is he is also the highest individual scorer it is also the highest individual score by an england captain in india he overtook alistair cook as well i hope and uh, this is i mean like i said it he, i i think he is the best player he is the best batsman in the planet right now cuz what he has done in the subcontinent is just marvelous he is playing his seventh test match in india and yes always scored a 50 plus runs since 2012 which is also remarkable he had a blip for a couple of years but he's come back strongly and england owned india in that second session with only one wicket following and 97 runs being scored india lost the second session 
of day two. Now the third session is what made me admire India a lot more. For a hundred and twenty overs, hundred and twenty odd overs, India were irrelevant. England were very dominant. India had lost four sessions in a row. Day one lunch, day one day one tea, day two morning session, and the day two lunch post lunch session. So India had not been been on top ever since the first session. on day 1 and the amount of runs being hit as well everything favored england nothing favored india but then the first wicket fell only pope fell to an ashwin masterclass he kept on bowling the off spinner suddenly let out an arm ball which only pope thought was an off spinner and played it like an off spinner but the ball didn't turn and knowing that the ball won't turn ashwin introduced the arm ball and it went straight up hit him on the pads and he got out so that to me was the game changer because up until then root was very comfortable in his crease only pope was batting with some confidence that root was overflowing with he had some confidence borrowed from joe root and he was batting alongside him with ease you know collecting singles wherever possible defending like a champion ashwin's breakthrough brought a smile to my face because i knew then that they had chos butler coming in but by that time england were around some more than they they scored more than 430 odd runs they were very well settled but i knew then that if we can break oli pope joe root must be very tired now we are getting his wicket sooner rather than later so if jos butler comes in that means that another batsman will get in from the other end so new two new batsmen which means that we can change this session to our favor this session would be favorable to india that's what i was thinking when india went away for tea rightly so just like i thought oli pope got out not not too late a bit too late actually soon enough jorut also got out and jos butler had walked in jo jo root no no disrespect to him but i have already talked to him in the last segment he's been amazing 218 well done uh, received a pat on the back from virat kohli a shake of hands a player recognizes a player as simple as that but then this is where it gets me This is where I got really really frustrated and I need to vent out all that frustration that is inside me. We could have, you know, bottled England up by the end of the day. We could have done that. But we couldn't do that because of an umpiring blunder. It was one of the most 
horrendous decisions that I have ever seen given. Even a umpire standing in a Sunday league game out in, uh, you know, somewhere around Kori Panay ground would have given it out. The noise was so loud. Joss Butler gave one straight to Ashwin. Stropped. Sorry, that was Ben Stokes. Sorry, my, my memory fogs me. But yeah, this decision, Washington Sunda had just come, come back into the bowling attack. He's lost his confidence. He's been battered about for four sessions. But then he came in. In his fifth session. With some rejuvenized confidence. And he's bowling a line in length that Joss Butler is finding it difficult to bat. And he nicks one. A clear sound is being made. And everybody around in the pitch just go mad. Everybody, everybody heard that sound of the bat. Rishabh Pant, Ajinkya Rahane, Virat Kohli, The Crow, me at home, another billion fans at home, the sea, the wind, everybody heard it except for the umpire. I mean, I lost my mind because sitting eight hours a day watching this game with utmost passion and waiting for that one wicket to fall is just too much task. Washington Sundar was devastated. He deserved three wickets today. So, the umpired, umpiring decision was very poor. After which, followed this blunder. Yeah, then soon soon enough, Ishi, Ishan Sharma, bowled two beautiful deliveries, reverse swinging deliveries. Took out Joss Butler. Cloud Jones Butler in a wonderful fashion. And in walked Jofra Archer. Jofra Archer, first ball bowled. First ball bowled. No questions asked. He had to go back to the pavilion. We made him do so. And then in walked Leach. And then Washington Sundar, in another over office, bowled a flight delivery to Dom Bess. He went in, played the stroke. He played it on the up. Rohit Sharma was positioned to catch that ball. But he dropped it. He dropped it. And instead of, you know, at least showing some remorse, because Washington Sundar has been bowling for almost 30, 30, 35 overs. I mean, he's been outdone by the umpire. He's been wrongly outdone by the umpire. And now he's been let down by you too. Instead of showing some sympathy and apologizing he's laughing which made me even more mad because the pitch isn't offering offering anything at all nothing the pitch is offering nothing and you let down a catch and you have the gall to laugh i mean yes cricket is to be enjoyed it is to be enjoyed but when your team is getting battered when your bowlers are tired of bowling, running for two days straight, you had the audacity to drop a simple catch, a sitter, so to speak, a sitter. Rohit Sharma should be ashamed. Instead, he started laughing, making fun. Next up, 
8 wickets down. England ended the day after bowling for 180 overs. England ended the day at 555 for 8. So the conclusion here is, tomorrow morning, within the first half an hour, we have to, we have to got to get England all out. Get our batters in there because it's day three. And we have to give it back to England. Double the amount. We need a Karunayar innings here and it need to come quickly. Within the next day and a half, we need to get them and the day four after T pitch, we have to make them follow on. We have to get the runs in quick succession. We have Pujara, we have Kohli, we have Rahani, we have Rohit Sharma and we have Shubman Gill as well. So the runs need to come thick and fast. Get another 600, 650 or something. If if possible, more than that. I think, uh, but the thing is, I don't think we would win this game. I have no confidence that we India is going to win this game. We are going to bat for the next two days and it's going to come down to day five. Where the pitch is totally worn down. It's going to be so slow. The batsman can judge it, but that would be done. That is what excites me the most about these test matches. One team could play like masterclass innings in the first and they could collapse for 40 odd runs in the second. That is why we all love test matches, don't we gentlemen and ladies? Let us stay tuned for day three of this test match. Frustrated as I am, I am looking forward to it and see you tomorrow in another episode. Thank you and ciao.